Good morning from Des Moines. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, February 4th. Here is an update from today's show. House managers and the president's defenders offered their closing arguments at the Senate impeachment trial where the senators have largely made up their mind. Democrats have nowhere near the two-thirds that they need to remove Trump from office, and the only remaining drama centers on a few possible swing votes from each party. In a floor speech, Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, declined to reveal his decision, but he asked his colleagues to consider censuring Trump, a less severe rebuke than removal from office that few senators are willing to pursue. Doug Jones, the Democrat from Alabama who beat Roy Moore, said he remains undecided about how he'll vote on conviction. Lisa Murkowski, the Republican from Alaska, condemned the House's probe while also calling Trump's behavior shameful and wrong. But then she said she won't vote to convict him. Both the House managers and Trump's legal team crafted their remarks with a view toward the campaign trail, as voters will decide the future of his presidency. Trump lawyer Pat Cipollone emphasized that the Iowa caucuses were going on last night as he delivered his closing speech, and he said voters should get to decide the president's fate. Lead House Manager Adam Schiff argued that Trump lacks the character to comport himself properly as president, describing his behavior as far more destructive than anything Richard Nixon or Bill Clinton ever did to trigger their impeachment proceedings. At least 10 Republicans have now echoed Lamar Alexander, the retiring Tennessee Republican's belief, that Trump's conduct was inappropriate. These comments have contributed to speculation that Congress could pursue censure, as Manchin proposed, but multiple senators in both parties flatly dismissed the idea yesterday after Manchin floated it on the floor. Asked to gauge the appetite for censure among Republicans, Mike Braun, a Republican from Indiana, replied immediately, quote, zero. The vast majority of Republicans, he explained, believe Trump did nothing wrong and has been subjected to a partisan investigation. Several Democrats also say they're uninterested in the idea, calling it a punishment well short of what Trump's conduct deserves. John Tester, a moderate Democrat from Montana, said what Trump did was impeachable and giving him a slap on the wrist won't do any good. Tonight, Trump will deliver his State of the Union, seizing the dais on the cusp of his Senate acquittal to make the case for a second term. White House officials are saying it's going to be sounding the starting gun for the race to re-election. The official theme of the speech will be the great American comeback. Trump plans to present a vision of, as one aide put it, relentless optimism and to summon lawmakers from both parties to work together on economic policies and other issues. But the traditionally presidential tone previewed by the White House has been belied by the president's own messages of discord and disunity and his vow to seek retaliation and retribution against Democrats and John Bolton, who he feel wronged him by searing his impeachment into history. It is an open question whether Trump will use tonight's address to complain as he has in other forums about the impeachment or to prematurely celebrate the trial's almost certain outcome. Some Republican lawmakers have urged the president not to do so, in part because the Senate's not expected to formally conclude its trial until Wednesday. In a conference call yesterday afternoon with reporters to preview the speech, a senior administration official said Trump's going to focus on five different issue areas and that the speech is going to be thematic. A blue-collar boom, for which he will credit his trade negotiations with China, Mexico, and Canada. Domestic policies that help working families, including paid family leave, health care, immigration, and national security. Trump also plans to use the speech to sound appeals to his conservative base. For example, he's going to propose a tax break to support scholarships for private and religious schools, a pet issue on the right. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. 
If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.